Hi, I'm Sally Prosser. Welcome to That Voice Podcast. Great to have you here. Take a breath and settle in. Practical tips and inspirational stories are coming your way to help you speak with more confidence, to grow your business, advance your career and be done with public speaking freakouts. As a former TV journalist and company spokesperson, qualified speech and drama teacher, spiritual life coach and TikToker, I know firsthand the power of using your voice with confidence. Let's go. Hello and welcome to episode 111 of That Voice Podcast. 111, there's some beautiful angel numbers right there to coincide with my conversation with my energy healer, Lisa Lang. So starting last year, I decided to give energy healing a go, not really knowing what to expect. And I'll tell you what, now I feel it and I miss it when it's been too long between sessions. It is like a massage for your soul. And I treasure Lisa so very much. In today's episode, we explore energy healing, particularly around the throat chakra. So this is our body's energy center for communication and expression. And if your voice feels stuck, your throat feels shaky or croaky, or you struggle with public speaking, which is why you might have found your way to this podcast, then chances are your throat chakra needs some attention. So in this episode, Lisa shares why this might be the case for you, and more importantly, practical things you can do to clear these blockages and speak with freedom and ease. (laughs) Chakras are something we explore in Speak From Your Soul as well. This is my six-week online course to help you find your authentic voice and make it heard. If you are wanting to show up more, express yourself clearly, influence people and feel great about it, then Speak From Your Soul is for you. Check out the link in the show notes and take that aligned action. I cannot wait to welcome you with open heart and open arms into this soulful, life-changing course that Speak From Your Soul. Now, let's welcome my energy healer, Lisa Lang, to That Voice Podcast. Lisa Lang, it is so beautiful to have you on my podcast. Welcome. Thank you, Sally. Thank you so much. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. And hello to your beautiful audience. It is so unusual to be in this scenario because normally I am lying in a beautiful, well, not really a beautiful bed, but lying on a bench in a beautiful room, closing my eyes, about to go into heaven. That's how I feel when I see you. So as an energy healer, describe to us what is it that you do? And that's a really beautiful way of saying it, Sal, about to go into heaven, because that is really what we're trying to touch. Um, We're bringing through the divine onto the beautiful soul who is in front of us. So that's a really lovely way of putting it. So The energy healing that I do is facilitated through a connection with the divine and the divine may be called pure love, the unified field, one source, the universe, God, goddess, spirit. There's so many names over many, many, many years and lifetimes that it's been called. So I start by blessing and opening my heart to the beautiful client who was before me. 
And I just have a very clear intention to bring through pure, loving, healing energy from the divine or spirit. I center myself in my heart, deep in our sacred hearts. We have an infinite reservoir of love and limitless compassion. And so I anchor myself here. I elevate my emotions to the higher vibrations of joy, gratitude and love. I breathe and raise the energy up to the brain and up to the unified field or the quantum field. And this is where all possibilities exist and healing can be channeled through to the client. And this allows for greater frequency of energy to move through the nervous system, an infinity of coherent energy. And I'm just the conduit for this energy. So it's a blessing for me and the client in giving a healing. I am also receiving a healing. Oh, so beautiful. I didn't realize all of that was going on. I would describe it as like a, it's like a massage for the soul. And I know everybody feels different things, but for me, I, in our healing sessions, we've had a few now, I've felt somebody physically rubbing my arm. You have, yes. When you weren't, that was in our first session. And that was quite trippy for want of a better word, you know, to feel, to feel that pressure. Uh, and what I feel every time is like a whoosh, a whoosh go all over my body, like this wave, kind of like, a, you know, an, a door's been opened and you've got a big draft that's just come over your body. Mm. So that that's how I feel. But the most extraordinary thing is, is every time I leave, I always feel more centered, more aligned and um, having more energy. So I absolutely love it and for somebody like me who is often running around hustling like a crazy woman it is very very good for me to be able to do things that are much more calming and centering well so you give you give out so much to the world so the fact that you can be in that space and actually receive that healing is really special and I think you're so open to it and you're so connected, which is why you get so many benefits. Mm, it really is about being open to it, isn't it? So let's talk about the throat chakra. Yes. So the chakras being our energy centers and the word chakra or chakra means wheel in Sanskrit. So it's like the wheel, wheel of energy. It and does. that's what you're really working with, isn't it, in the healing? It is. They're like the wheels are like little vortexes or energy centers. So the throat chakra vibrates at the color blue. It's all about purification and self-expression. This chakra is about expressing the love you feel in the fourth chakra, your heart chakra. It is about speaking your truth and personally empowering your reality through language and sound. Yeah, and do you find that this is an area that's blocked for a lot of people you see? Very much so, very much so. It is the bridge 
from the lower physical chakras to the higher non-physical chakras. So the higher chakras being the third eye chakra of intuition and the crown, which connects us to the universal intelligence. Mm. And why do you think that it's blocked for a lot of people? I think there is many, many reasons. There's so many reasons. And a lot of it comes back to people-pleasing. People-pleasing is a big one. A lot of us are told to be quiet as children and we end up feeling that our voice has no worth because of that. And there's that narrative of, you know, children must be seen and not heard. Do you see that coming through as well? Very much in my era, there was a lot of children must be seen and not heard. A lot of my friends and women older than me speak very, very softly and have had to work very hard at reconnecting with their voice. And you'll find uh, that as soon as they get tired, their voice becomes wiry or they lose strength in their voice. Uh, So it's often the first place to weaken. It's very Mm. interesting that it's women of my age group. Yeah. So what do you think the relationship is between voice and energy? Voice is vibration. And there's so many spiritual beliefs across the world that say that sound or vibration is central to the birth of the universe. So science has the Big Bang. Christ spoke the world into existence. Yogis shouted Om to the entire universe and set it in motion. Their goddess Saraswati sang the universe into being, which is really beautiful. So cosmic vibration birthed the universe and our cosmic vibration or personal frequency is our voice. And it's our personal expression. Our cosmic vibration. I've never heard that, but I love that. It is. It's our cosmic vibration. So in terms of energy healing, somebody comes in who, and I know you always have a nice chat with the person as well first, because it's good to get a bit of background about what's going on. And where they are at that time too, even if they're a returning client, what, you know, what, what's been happening for them since I last saw them? Mm. And so what differences do you notice after the healing, especially around, we could talk about all the energy centers, but especially with the throat, because that's where most people do have a block that I see as well. What differences have you noticed after just one session or perhaps after many sessions? It's really interesting. You have people coming back to you saying things like, I was piggy in the middle between my son and my husband and... I I told them I'm not doing that anymore and, you know, I I couldn't speak for a week but now I feel amazing. Um, So, you know, you see the collapse and then reclamation of the voice in that. It was hard for them to go through that and say those things but ultimately they reclaimed their power. I know myself just being a little bit vulnerable here I know myself when I was a child I always sung in a Steadfords and I remember all the way through school I sung in a Steadfords all the way through primary school and I got to year six and I 
placed second and I remember the adjudicator having a chat to my mother and saying, look, Lisa's got a very sweet voice, but she's never going to be a singer. And down went my throat chakra. I stopped singing. And I did. I really did not sing for years. Things like that happen to people and you need to reawaken the throat chakra. It could be that you come from a cultural background or the family dynamics are so within a family that the women's voice is not respected or heard and so you start believing that your voice has no worth. Um, There's so many different things that can contribute to the collapse of the throat chakra but there's so many things that can awaken it as well. Um, having an energy healing, having regular energy healings, um, but other things, there's so many other things, chanting, singing, humming, anything vibrational. The healing sound of the voice is a medicine to the fifth chakra. It really is. That is so beautiful. And in Speak From Your Soul, which is a course I know you've, you've done. I have it. done, yes, which is brilliant. Oh, thank you. We do do a whole week on vibrations. And it is so helpful. And I actually um, have had a little bit of a voice thing this week. And I was doing some of your exercises this morning. So chanting, if you're chanting for the throat chakra, the Sanskrit chant is hum so you can play with it you can play with it just yourself or you can play with it within a group I mean group energy is builds and is is amazing but hum has the vibrational power that can unlock the throat chakra so humming hopefully my microphone doesn't cut out now because sometimes when I hum it thinks that it's a background noise and we'll cut it out but I'll see if I can do it so if you're listening to this take a deep breath in now And let's just do a beautiful long hum out. And so breathing into the belly. And then as we hum out, just close your lips and try to keep it as long as you can. So it's just a breath in and hum. Oh, gosh, we harmonized so beautifully. I love that. And it's such a good diagnostic as well, isn't it? Because if you feel any resistance doing that or any crackle, then then that would be a sign that maybe you need to give your throat chakra some love, would you say? Absolutely. Absolutely. So there's so many other ways to also help with your throat chakra. Singing, as I said, screaming into a pillow. When my kids were little, If they felt angry or if I thought that their throat chakra was a little bit locked up, I had them jump in the pool or jump under a wave in the ocean and scream underwater. So screaming. If you're in yoga, the cat-cow pose, because you're stretching your neck up, is great for the throat chakra. Wearing blue, visualising blue, because blue is for the throat chakra. Singing bowls, the vibration of a singing bowl, which is resonated to the throat chakra, is very healing. One of the most powerful tools, I think, for the throat chakra is journaling. 
if you can create a journal practice, just a daily journal practice, and it doesn't have to be very long, but it can really give power to your authentic inner truth, um, which is all about your throat chakra. Um, Conscious communication, be more direct with your own needs. Yawning, laughter, all vibrate around your throat chakra. Crystals and essential oils, uh, lapis lazuli, turquoise, blue topaz, aquamarine are beautiful crystals for the throat chakra. Yes, if you join Speak From Your Soul, you get a little piece of aquamarine. Yes, (laughs) and essential oils, lavender, spearmint and lemon balm. You can also take lemon balm. Another very, very special tool is silence. Sometimes all we need to purify our throat chakras is to let the mud settle. So meditation or, as you can speak to, Sal, a silent retreat You've been on a silent retreat, haven't you? A couple of times, yes. Yeah. I haven't done the 10-day the one, which I do want to do. I've just done weekend ones and so powerful. For somebody who talks pretty much nonstop, even to myself, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so powerful because at the end of the day, our physical voice is a manifestation of our self-talk. And so we really want to get our inner voice on side. So I love that. I love the journaling point as well. I find I do a lot of free writing, which is Mm. just, you know, trying to let the pen take over. Intuitive writing, yeah. Yeah, and that's very powerful because the pen will give you the word. So Mm. I often hear people say, well, I'm speaking and I just can't find the right word Mm. to say what I want to say or the right way to say it. Mm. Um, And I found my whole life that I've always written down important conversations or you know if if I want to say something to somebody I've always been like okay I've just got to write it out first and then I'll talk then I'll talk it to myself in the shower that's step two yeah and then I'll be like right okay now I'm ready to take it to the I'm a bit like that as well (laughs) Lisa how did you become to be an energy healer do you know I've I I was a unwell child I spent a lot of time in hospital um and in the 60s and 70s, you, when you were in hospital, you were in hospital for long periods of time and you were separated from your family. I think I felt, always felt alone a lot. And when I got into my 20s, I knew that I had things that I needed to heal within me, um, physically as well as in my heart. And I became a real seeker. I started off reading in my early 20s Louise Hay's books um, where a lot of people started my age. I started putting all my my money towards going to different lectures, Wayne Dyer, Deepak, Louise Hay, Carolyn Mace. I, I you know, if they were coming to Australia, I would go and see them. When I moved up to Noosa in the late 90s, I did a lot of work with Chen Rezig, which is the Buddhist institute up there. And that really honed in my meditation skills and kind of got me quite 
clear on feeling energy. Um, but I've always been a seeker about the mind, body, spirit and knowing that we are more than our physical selves. We are a spiritual being and if we are a spiritual being, then we are connected to divine energy. So really all we need to do is live through love and the rest will flow from that. Yeah, energy healing basically came through a life journey of seeking, um, seeking my own healing and my own way to, to the divine. Oh, well, I'm so glad that it led you there and I'm so glad that I found you. So, Lisa, if people are listening to this going, yes, an energy healing is exactly what I need, how can they find you? So, Sal, I'm working out of Kylo Well in Brisbane. So you can call Kylo Well and make a booking with me. Um, or alternatively, I do distance healings and you can contact me via my Instagram page, which is at energyhealing underscore Lisa. Amazing. Lisa, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And as always, I'm looking forward to our next session. Sally, thank you so much for having me. I love being with you. Thanks for listening to That Voice Podcast. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with your people on social media and tag me at Sally Prosser Voice. And for episode details straight to your inbox, leave your email at www.thatvoicepodcast.com.